back, y'all. It's Terror and Tacos. I'm Christy. I'm Michael. And uh, we're back. And we're going to... We went to the movies today. It's um, morning times, and it's when we like going to the movies. 11 a.m. Nobody's there. Uh Uh-huh. How did you enjoy your 11 a.m.? Hot dog. I Michael. did. I enjoyed my 11 a.m. hot dog. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do tacos. We didn't do tacos. We should also say we have a special guest today. We have a super special guest today because we went to go see The Escape Room. Uh huh. And our guest today is Isa Flores, who's also my daughter. Uh, and is often talked about is, on the podcast. Yeah, she is. But she works at an, an es- actual escape room. Escape room. Yeah. She's a what do they? What's your job? I'm a clue master. A yeah, clue master. That, that is my right. official title. That sounds right. scary. That was what's on the Indeed application. Fantastic. Nice. So we're gonna cover a variety of things yes. today. We're gonna cover hot dogs versus tacos. Uh huh. We're gonna cover the prices of said oh hot dogs. Oh my god. We we're gonna cover all sorts of things. So let's start out with the food. So the hot dog we got mm-hmm. we got hot dogs one because we love a movie hot dog. I admit it freely. I'm right, sorry. Right, And we didn't go to Alamo. No. We went to AMC. Right. So and there's no tacos. There's no tacos. Right. And you had started a debate. Well, my son, <laughs> with your son who Dante. I wish I could call him in because he's in Boston right now. My son started a debate with me on Facebook about whether hot dogs count as, as tacos, tacos because I guess of the basic shape. The, you know, because the, the, the bun, bun is open. The bun is open and you put the wiener in there. And I said, no. He's been whitewashed. He's been whitewashed. A taco must be in a tortilla. I agree. A yeah. taco must be in. If the bread is leavened. Then it's not a taco, right? Then it's right? not a taco. It's a sandwich. Right. Right. And, and I, and I guess like if you put a hot dog in a tortilla that could be, that could a, be a, a wiener taco yeah I mean hell that's how I grew up right I mean when there was nothing else and you were like I'm hungry and, and my mom just, would be like here's a hot dog here's a hot dog put it in a tortilla yeah and I mean Torchies has sort of made a fortune and expanded across the country by saying any you can put anything, anything in a tortilla and a call tortilla. it a taco right yeah and I I maintain that. I agree. I, I think it, so. The bun is where we draw the, the line. The bun is where we draw the line. If it is a bun, <clears throat> it is not a taco. You hear that, Dante? You hear that, Dante? <laughs> fight me, IRL, <laughs> or anybody else who wants to fight me on I'll this. Do. I think a hot dog is just a bunch of animals blended together and put in a tube, <laughs> put on a, a bun, and that's what you got. That's, that's it. So you, you get like, animal mix, and it's an animal mix. <laughs> okay. That's what it is. Well. I have to say that the it's animal a delicious mix, animal mix. It's a delicious animal mix because I really enjoyed. I did too. I mean, I'm not debating that. I'm just saying it's a bunch of animals. It doesn't matter if it's a sandwich or a taco. You're eating an abomination. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks for the. That's dark. That's it's a dark, dark taking. We so, went dark super fast um, on this episode. Speaking how how much <laughs> how much did we pay for those hot oh dogs? Oh my god! So like I of course treated my daughter to. A Coke and a hot dog, uh-huh. and I got like a Coke do. and a hot dog, a small soda, mm-hmm. I might add, and it was twenty five yeah. fucking dollars. I was like, "You, that's how enjoy this they 20, get you." Twenty five dollars yeah, because we actually dog. got in for a matinee price, right. which was free, right, seven fifty, which was nice. And then, yeah, I because I we spent, were really happy. We were like, "Yeah, yeah, we're saving price. money." And then we were like, well, fuck Matt. Yeah, Price. 12. I also love that I am holding my Coke still. No, I did get a refill, but yeah. this is a small Coke. That's it's, a small. It's the size of a big gulp, y'all. Yeah, I will post a picture later, <laughs> but it is. It's the size of your head. Um, all right, so hot dogs. Hot dogs are not tacos. They are delicious at the movies. Right. 
Um, and overpriced. And overpriced. And, and animal mixes. And, and animal and an abominations. And abominations. Uh, so, okay. So before we jump into the movie, um, so tell us what is an escape room, Isa? For, for the people that, who don't for know. For the people that don't know what an escape room well, is. Well, I don't know it? how y'all don't know yet because they're all <laughs> over the country as well as the world. This so is true. This is true. If you don't know what an escape room is, it's basically you pay a price mm-hmm. to get locked in a room for about an hour. That's about as long as it is at my place. And what you do is you have to solve certain puzzles and clues to help you escape it's it's self-explanatory and are there there are there are different versions though, right? there are different versions um at my place there we have a western bank heist room Ooh, we nice. have i want to rob a bank we have a james has bond mannequins. room we <laughs> have the, the agency which is like the james bond room that one's the hardest we have the dig which is like indiana jones meets the da vinci and code that's your favorite that right? one's my favorite because there's a lot of esoteric elements to it. A lot of like weird ancient ritual stuff happened there. And okay. I'm super about that. And then you have the apartment, which is like escape your apartment. And that's not fun. I have trouble escaping my own apartment. Yeah. So, escape your apartment. I'm just going to turn on Netflix. <clears throat> I want to stay in my apartment. Yeah. So, when you, we, just for the people. Yes. Uh, what kind of size are we? I mean, are, are they all relatively the same size or? Um, some are bigger than others. You have some escape rooms that are layered. You oh, c- cool. You can go like one will have like an intro room and then you go into a next room and then you go into a next room and you have a lot like that. Whereas um, at other places, it's just it's just one, one room. Just one it's room. just one, one room. room. And you said I had asked you before. Yeah. What is the percentage of people that actually escape the room? It's different for a lot of places, but at my place specifically, it's about 20% make it out. That's, that's crazy. That's not a lot of people. It really isn't. Why, why do you suppose that? And so you're, for, before we get into that, what, so why do you suppose, uh, Wait, why do you suppose that is? Like, why do you suppose... Because a lot of people have different approaches as to how they want to solve things. It's very indicative of how you go about your daily life. If you're stuck in a room for a lot of... For an hour, and the goal is to escape, how do you think you're going to escape? It's a lot of fun watching people try to problem problem solve and use their critical thinking skills, which are close to none. Right. Because it's it's, not something you have to do that often It's not something you have to do. Yeah, it's like a lot of people can't really escape on their own. Do most people come as a group, or are you, like, hanging out with strangers? Because I admit freely, if I had to go in with strangers, I just wouldn't fucking talk. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like, I, you know, I was just saying, I was like, if I went in with strangers, I would be like, well, I'm not going to play. Right. And that was like, and that's like a dick, that's a real dick move. I'm going to pay to stand here. Right, I'm going to pay to stand here and just well, be Well, we got like, your money anyway, so <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't care if you play you. or not. And that's why it means, like, that's why it's so dumb. So, so do you have people that come into the escape room, and then, like, once they get in... They get intimidated or whatever, and they decide, I'm not going to play this. We definitely have groups of people that come in. To answer your question, Mike, you you can play with a group. And sometimes there will be another group joining you. Okay. Other times it'll just be depends you and your group. It really just depends on the time of day and the the time of the week. There and that so kind of the stuff. weekends are the busiest sure. time. Sure. Sure. So if you want to do something by yourself, I suggest going on a Monday or a Tuesday. There's hardly anybody there. Okay. So it's if you want to do something on your own. But what was 
the other question. I feel like there was another question. Oh no, no. My other question was going to be so you your job, you're you're a clue master. That is my so, official title. So what is It's a cool what, title. Yeah. It is a cool title. What and I think it's if if you guys don't know my daughter, it's like the perfect <laughs> perfect job for her. What what do you do exactly? Um specifically what I do is I have to sit in the control room and watch the people on the cameras like try to solve uh-huh. the puzzles so and what i do if is if, if i see them getting close to a certain thing or like they're on they're on the right track uh-huh. i have to give them a clue saying or like hinting like hey you're on the right track this is right. where you go next okay or if it's the opposite like if i see them getting really really distracted or sidetracked it's like okay i have to steer you in the right direction and do you do that uh like voice through voice or do you send them like secret notes in a pneumatic machine um we have screens in our room like tv screens so what I do is I type stuff from the computer in the back and it'll appear on the screen. Oh, oh that's hardcore. That's, so like they don't ever see you. No. no. Oh, that's so. Awesome. Let's say I'm in a room and I just <laughs> if I just yell out, give me a clue. That doesn't you... mean I'll give you. One. Okay. All right. Oh. That's good to know. That's good to know. I kind of love the idea of somebody being in a room going, "Give me a, a clue. clue," and yeah, and Issa just sitting not there responding. Going, no, I think it's yet. cool that you get to watch. <laughs> I like that you get to, like, that to me is fascinating, getting to watch people <laughs> try, because they have to communicate, right, ostensibly. Oh, yeah, that's, that's the... It's like the, the point of the That's the thing, point right? of the game. It's especially when we get a bunch of corporate games, because a lot of corporate people come in, it's like, hey, team building exercise yeah. time. And right, it's totally. actually a great... It's actually yeah. a great team building you have exercise because you have to cooperate. You have to cooperate. You have to problem solve. And there are times when I see a lot of people just not playing and it's like okay i get it this might not be your thing or you probably don't know how to go about it but i like those kinds of people they'll like kind of ease up towards the end uh-huh. and they'll start having fun and participate so maybe it's just nerves it's or- just nerves they don't like being alone with people i get it i don't like being alone sure, with people sure but um there are others who are just i had one group once it was just a mishmash of like a bunch of people and it was a couple and they were just sitting off to the side they were not doing anything they were so disappointed that they had to share a room with a bunch of other people seems, it was like the worst game i had to that run. seems like such a waste of money i know time. and that seems well, like I way more fun than than i don't know especially talking about team building when i worked in corporate america i would have much rather have done something like that than some of the bullshit i had to do yeah i, I don't told, need to do trust Agree. Me neither. We did that in college. <laughs> yeah. No, I I feel that there's even an element to not knowing who you're with in the escape room that is kind of exciting. I agree. As, yeah. Because it it that really takes you out of your comfort zone. zone, and you're forced to put yeah. your faith in somebody that, that you might, might not know. Yeah, you might. I not think know. it would also be a good actor side exercise for a lot of actors. To communicate, to, to communicate yeah. better with your fellow castmates. Okay, sure. so we're going to pose this question. I think I already know the answer, but if we had two teams... Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, I've oh, asked this yeah, a lot. If, and we would send a team of actors uh-huh. against uh-huh. versus my... Versus, hardcore. A team of 
techies. Oh my god! Into an escape room, who would win? Oh, techies. The techies. The techies Dude, would win hands because, down. Because like off, like the fucking actor room would start out, like, <laughs> and two minutes later, someone would be like, "I'll tell you this. This escape room's cool, but let me tell you about the escape <laughs> room I did." Yeah. And or they like, would they would be like, "Let me tell you about the escape room that I'm gonna do next, next week. week. It's yeah. gonna be so awesome." If I were creating this escape room, yeah. I would do it like this. Exactly. Yeah. The techies. And the techie, like, while all of that conversation would be happening, the techie would be actually getting out of the fucking. And then like, I was actually cracking a beer and having a cigarette. Right. Yeah, I was actually talking to a bunch of my techie friends one night at the landing, and we were having this exact conversation. And I think shout out to James Stroman and Cindy Ernst Godinez and Corey Cindy Kent. Ernst. Woo! And we were actually talking about how the techies would go in the escape rooms, and they said it's like, well, we know how all everything, everything goes works. together. So That's we know true. how everything goes together. We build shit like all the time. So yeah, and I was like, yeah, I got to put my money on the techies. I want to be in the techie. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Team techie. All I the way. Th- like, do you think the because it's obviously. Has they've been popular for years now? Yeah, so much so that I was like, when the movie came out that we're going to talk about, I was like, I'm surprised it took this, this long. long, right? Um, do you think it's almost like? Do you think the idea of it came from the movies though? Like, at no. what point were people like, I, mean, I want to be okay, in a room that but, I have to escape? So like. I think there's many layers to this question, and I before we get into it, I have to say that Isa is also a huge horror fan, just uh-huh. like like me and Mike. I mean, Isa goes to uh, Frightmare Texas every year, Frightmare like, weekend, yeah. yeah, every every year, and so um, our families are like huge horror fans. So I think it's a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I think it has to do with technology. Okay. I think it has to do with uh, video games. You know. It, that is a huge like, part of it. The games that we play are all virtual. Uh-huh. So you don't get up and do things anymore. And escape rooms are an opportunity to, to, to play the actual, actual video game. game. But like for real. For real. Yeah. That. So very specifically um, to the point and click adventure games of the 90s. or Dude, yeah. the, or I the, said that. Remember, yeah. I remember when you were a baby and I used to play this RPG game called Shivers. Shivers. I used to play this game called Shivers on my PC that nobody remembers. If anybody remembers Shivers, please like give it a shout out. It's also... Um, super- or Mist. Remember Mist? I remember Mist. Yeah. Um, it's also in, um, reminiscent of those computer games you would find online there's one specific website called that was called jay's games i don't know if it's still up but there were a lot of escape the room games there called my diamond baby the viridian room the crimson room i think uh travelogue those are all escape games on the computer it's like you're stuck in a room and you have to find all the clues to escape uh-huh. and then Saw comes along right, and right. throws a so wrench for, for the thing. For you know, for most of our fans probably know what Saw is, but for those of uh, for those of out there in podcast who haven't fans seen it, who don't know what Saw is, explain to us what Saw is, Isa, briefly. Part one, <laughs> just, just part one. Part okay, one. just part one. All right. So Saw is a story about these two men, um, Dr. Lawrence Gordon and Adam. I forgot his last name. I'm so sorry. He they wake up in a dirty bathroom. And there is a dead body in the middle of the bathroom. And basically, they're presented with clues on how to escape. Okay. Right. And this this first Saw movie, which I think is actually pretty excellent, uh-huh. um, spawned, it's how many, spawned how many sequels? About 
seven sequels, seven right. sequels. over the course of maybe eight years. The first one's w- years. James Wan, right? James Wan. Uh, he Carrie produced, Elwes Carrie started. Ellis starred. Stars. James Wan, was, uh, that was like his college thesis yeah. project. Yeah, and now he's directing Aquaman. Yeah. I mean, that's where we're at. I think so. I really do think wrong? the first saw is a really good movie. I agree, and it really like is a good premise. And I think James, I love James Wan. Yeah, simple um, storytelling. It all takes place in one room with an incredible twist at the end. Yeah, and so it's kind of funny that if if obviously the video games, but then if Saw absolutely sort of kicked this fascination, that we then have the rise of actual escape rooms, and now we come full circle. To having the movie called Escape, Escape Room, Room, which is clearly influenced by Saw. Oh, clearly. absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, so many, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so should we should we jump in? Yeah, let's jump in. Yeah. Uh, do how do we start? How do you I mean, start? I mean, the premise is we we have a in in sort of typical horror fashion a disparate group of characters that we're meeting that are so very different. You From know, each other. one's uh-huh. a super rich. Money guy. Stockbroker. Stockbroker, yeah. Stockbroker. He's like super rich. One is a super smart, um, I guess like astrophysicist. College kid. College yeah. kid who's kind of shy. She's shy, but clearly brilliant. Clearly brilliant. And like a mathematician or a physicist. Right. One is an Iraqi vet. War vet. She went to Iraq and uh-huh. saw some stuff. We have another one who's just like your average Joe truck driver. Uh-huh. Middle-aged. Middle-aged. And oh. then kind of like a young... A young grocery store worker. Yeah, who who wants... Who's still living with his mom and wants to get out of his house and all that. People, like, if you if you were... You would call him a burnout if yes. you didn't yeah. know him better. And then... I actually thought it was weird. And then I was like, oh, it's PG-13. I thought it was weird that he wasn't getting high all the time. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Then, I thought that's. But he was I, smoking. I yeah. thought that that's that why. Was, yeah. I thought that's why the manager of the grocery store didn't want him up front. Right, because he was yeah. And then we have like the video game nerd, and he is yeah. the escape the room junkie. Yeah. He's our person at the beginning of the movie that gives us all the exposition. Yes, because he's, he's done, done a million. He's, he's done ninety three. Ninety three, right? And yeah. So yes, he's clearly there. They all get so to, they to all, help us out. They all get an invitation. In what form, though? <laughs> in a box, yeah. a cube, very reminiscent of, of what? Hellraiser. 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 Yeah. So there's a lot of little nods to, yes. to some of our there's favorite a, classics. Yeah, they get a puzzle box. They get a puzzle box, and they box. all from from different. It they all think it's from someone they know. Yeah, it's not like. Yeah. It's not presented as coming from some mysterious place. The invitation they get is very specific to their current situation. Like the stockbroker guy, he thinks it's from his boss because he just made his, or his client. His client, because he just made his client a a shit ton ton of money. money. And so his invitation says, uh, it's it's like in the form of a gift. And Uh his his little card says, for always thinking outside the the box. box. The the, burnout. burnout (laughs) We're just going to call him the burnout. an, uh, a, way, an, a way to escape. Yeah, a way to yeah, escape. Yeah, a way to escape. And, and he's the one who who really focuses on like because it's not just come to an escape room. It's it's if you if you're the first to solve this room, you get ten grand. Yeah, you get ten. And so that kid's like, well, shit. He's desperate mm-hmm. for money. I need money. And um, the young the, girl. The, it comes from her professor because yeah. she's brilliant, clearly brilliant, but, but she super won't super shy. Super shy. She won't speak in class, and he says. He had told her, like, you need to do something that scares you, right? Uh-huh. He explained it in physics teacher terms. In talk. physics teacher terms. Um, right. 
And so she gets it, and it's from him, and it's like, I don't know, fucking scary or whatever scare it is. Scare yourself or something. Um, do something scary. Yeah. Uh, and so they all get these these invitations after they solve these puzzle boxes. They puzzles all... box? The, the, the puzzles <laughs> box? They, box eye? No. They come to this, this place. place. It's And it looks just like it's in Chicago. The movie takes place. Was it at, Chicago, Michael? I'm not convinced Michael it was. Michael lived in Chicago. Um, there are shots that definitely look like the Chicago River. Mm-hmm. It is odd to me with all of the drone shots of the city that we never see like the iconic buildings of Chicago. So do we think it's Canada, Chicago? That's what I, I think <laughs> yeah. it's Canada, it's Chicago. Toronto. Because yeah. like to shoot, because he does those like drone shots through the... Right. To not show the Hancock building right. or the what was formerly the Sears Tower, right, and I will always Tower. call the Sears Tower, and not to show Lake Michigan. Right. There are some odd choices. Right. Um, and not to show the L. Right, like right, if right. you set a movie in Chicago and don't show the L train, that's just fucking bizarre. Right. So uh, it's like, anyway, you know, it's like it's, Shakespeare. It's Toronto. Here we are. Yeah. Toronto. Here we are so in they, Chicago. They all end up, they think they're in the waiting room, right? Yeah. But, but, so they all meet each other. They're all wearing name tags. It's like this weird kind of like it's very, a ragtag group, yeah, <laughs> sterile waiting room. And they're all kind of like, you know, we get to know a tiny bit about them, um, in the waiting room. And then one of the burnout kid, we're just going to call him. Yeah. The I, even though he room. never gets high His in the movie. Ben, His right? Ben. He's Ben. Ben Burnout. B is for Ben. Um, he decides, fuck this shit. Or he wants to go smoke. He wants to go smoke. Yeah. yeah. So he goes to open the door, and what happens? The knob comes off, and it reveals to be a dial. Yeah. A dial. And it looks like an oven dial. And someone even says that. And we already, even though they don't seem to be picking up on it, we are seeing that clearly things are there specific to them. Specific to them. Um... And they haven't shared that, but they haven't e- shared it yet. each of them sort of starts to see something that strikes them as odd. Like and, the, and they're weirded. The by woman it. who went to Iraq, who by the way is uh, she's on Daredevil. Uh-huh. She's actually she and the guy who played Mike were the only ones I recognized because um, yeah. she's on Daredevil on Netflix and The Defenders and Punisher and all that shit. But she starts to. Who's the guy? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. She starts to see like magazines and newspapers about fire. Yeah, um, and that like throws news, her off. News stories about yeah. fire, and she's really weirded out by it. So we're like, mm-hmm. okay, clearly. And then of course we will find out she got hit by an, a bomb some or whatever, shell, like some shell fire, in and Iraq. she's a burn victim. She's a yeah. burn victim, and she's the only yeah. survivor. Yeah. So we'll. But anyway, oven dial. Oven dial it. It cranks up the heat, and what it does... So they have to find these clues, right? They have to find the clues, and they look around, and they find a book of... uh, Fahrenheit. Fahrenheit Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury. And um, the smart smart girl, girl. what is her name? Zoe. Zoe. She she gets the idea to turn the dial to 451, 451. and what that Mm -hmm. does, it sets off the first set of giant oven lights yeah. in this room and now you're getting the impression like oh shit they are going to bake right yeah. and and we have almost immediately or close to relatively soon the the woman who fought in Iraq Iraq whatever Amanda uh, Amanda thank you she's like this shit is real definitely we're in actual fucking danger because right. she's a military person yeah so she she's can- like 
this yeah. is not fucking fun and games. Right. Everyone else, the, especially the video game guys, like, this is super this awesome. Is super this is awesome. awesome. It's so immersive. And yeah. Of course, she's <laughs> like, no, like, this sometimes. is real. Like, yeah. yeah. One of my favorite lines is when he's like, you just have to think of it as like immersive dinner theater. And she's like, yeah. that's not helping. <laughs> that's not helping. Immersive. No one wants to do that. No. I also love that he's like, this is the funnest game. It feels like I'm playing the most fun game with the meanest people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that... Clearly, we as an audience, we already know. Because, actually, before we meet anyone, yeah, the, the movie starts at almost at the end, right? right? Yeah. We see the burnout before we know who he is. Right. Trying to escape this insane room. And then we flash to yeah. five, three days, three days, of three days, three days yeah. earlier. So we as an audience, of course, we already knew anyway, because we paid to see this horror movie. Right. We but know good, it's real. You know, what I liked about that was that we jump immediately into yeah. it. Like it wasted we, no time. It yeah. wasted no time. And it was great. My life, I, and I know why they did it and I thought it was effective, but I would have loved to have seen that scene with him not saying an actual word of dialogue. Oh yeah. You know, that would have been cool. I was yeah. Just him doing what he needed to do. And right. I know it's to like set up the rules for the audience, but I would have loved to have seen that without dialogue. Yeah. I think, I think that would have been, been much, much more, more effective intense. and yeah. more intense. That would have been immersive. Yeah. 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 So they, you know, uh, eventually they, they, Get out of the oven room. The oven yeah, the room. Oven room. The the oven room. They, that shit was intense. They yeah. figure like, out what they have to do. They get out of the oven room. Uh-huh. That takes them into a cabin. A, a cabin. cabin. A cabin room. Yeah. Cabin and room. like, what starts to happen? If I mean, and we can talk about specific rooms or whatever. Is you know, they like a sort of grand escape room. They move from room. To room solving mm-hmm. these yeah, puzzles. Yeah, that's kind of like how some escape rooms are. Like I said, it's layered. So, so you, you move get from one room, room to Which another. I think is badass. Yeah. The catch is right after, so it would be like the third room, I guess, because they go oven, cabin, although they solve the cabin really quickly. Yeah. They really do. I wouldn't really call that an actual problem solving room. Right. It was because super easy. It was super easy. You and I figured Me that too. out. I mean, yeah, as we soon as you like, saw the. Yeah. yeah um, oh, I'm sorry. As soon as you Spoilers. saw like, sewing, uh, what is that called? The, like cross stitch, right? Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's like real quick, but then they're yeah. out. They, it's like you're outside. Right. And it's snowing and it's fucking cold. R- then people start. Yeah. And it I starts. Think, I think the reason they go to the cabin room is because they've been in this, like, they go, they go from the oven room and they. And are, the oven room is fucking crazy. Yeah, the oven yes. room is fucking crazy. And they, they come out. Into this cozy cabin. Yes. And it seems safe. Safe, yeah. But <laughs> once the door once opens. Once the door opens. You are in this. You're in the frozen tundra. Yeah. yeah. And and shit starts to like really go down. That's when serious shit starts And we to start we start to lose people. As yeah. if the oven wasn't serious. Right. 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 But, it, but, you know. But we, everyone starts to accept that it's real. Right. Yeah. Right. We start to learn more about, about each, each person. Yeah. This is, this is where everyone starts Turning on their, each other yeah. and start showing yeah. their but true not, colors. Not not super early because in this one, like they, you know, they have to go around having to find clues, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. They find this one jacket yeah. in the frozen tundra, and they have to share it. Yeah, Amanda, she looks up at the camera and she goes, "I know what you're doing. You're it's trying to get work. us to turn on each other. Right. It's not going to work." And they they cooperate. they all share it. They but all they share do, it. but you do have your first. They everyone kind of turns on Ben mm-hmm. yeah. the burnout briefly. Because yeah. um, so he's being a dick. Yeah. And and you so you start like real now we I mean Yeah. The stakes are clearly like 
we have to get out of this or we're all going right, to fucking yeah. die. And so at the beginning of the movie, Danny, the, 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 the escape room nerd, the video game nerd, he's like, he gives us all the rules and he says there will be a, a dungeon master or what is he called? Uh, a puzzle master. A game master, master. A game master or whatever. Yes. So we begin as an audience, you begin to start, like you begin to go, okay, who is, who could be the red herring in this yes. group? Yeah. Can we skip around? Sure, absolutely. I, that actually was one of my biggest disappointments in the movie. Yeah, me too. I wanted there to... I, yeah, I yeah. wanted that to be part of the movie. I feel like when it comes, it comes too late. Yeah. And it, it, felt, yeah. it felt kind of like a... Tack on. Tack on. And I, then I when we like, meet... Like it was they, an afterthought. It and would when, be they cheated. And when yeah. we meet him... It has no connection to anything. It really no, doesn't. I didn't care. care about that guy. I didn't no. know who that guy was. Because I kept thinking, like, of course, I think all of us were. Mm-hmm. Like, which one is it? And then, even if one of them dies, that doesn't mean it couldn't be it them. Couldn't be them. Right. And so I thought that would have been way more interesting than how they treated that. And that is what Saw, the first Saw, did correctly. Because it's like, if y'all haven't seen Saw yet, then I don't know what you're doing. It's fine to spoil Saw. It's fine. You should, but anyway. Um, You can still see. The part where you find out that the dead body in the middle of the room was the killer. Yeah. That comes out of fucking nowhere. It comes out of fucking nowhere. And it's like, yeah, you don't know this guy, but at the same time, it's like, it's been in there. It's the been whole there the, the whole, whole entire time. time, and then you're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, and that was a perfect setup for a sequel. Yes. So it's like, and so we had sort of that kind of build up to like, who is the games master or puzzle master or whatever? Because there's the games master and the puzzle maker. Yeah, and, and like, I think yeah. like I think the like what they want to do is they wanna they want to like layer their attempt was to like layer. Um, all of this stuff of like you think you know who it is, and once you find out who it is, it's actually bigger. Right. But like I, I was said, disappointed I was, in it that. D- it doesn't quite work because uh, you know you want to be invested. Part of it is that you want to be invested in all the people so that when it happens, yeah. you go no! no or yes. Now that said, uh-huh. I I am shocked at how entertained I was. I was super entertained. I, I was never. Me too. I mean, I. I did not. I was like, it'll be fun to go see Escape Room and talk to Isa about Escape Rooms. <laughs> I, I like hitting an 11 a.m. movie. It's fun. It is. I, this was way more entertaining than I thought I it was going to be. I think it did a good job of building tension, yes. especially yeah. during the Escape Room. During when they're actually in the rooms, like with the oven and the frozen tundra and the diner. Dude, the diner. And, and, that yeah. fucking scene kicked ass. The that, diner was, I, I have to say, the diner was my favorite. Me too. That, yeah, that might have been a really critical moment in the entire movie because now the stakes are even higher. They are if they weren't high if they weren't high before, they are now. And you have a character sacrificing themselves for the good of the group. Yeah. You actually and I will say this for such a No, okay, go ahead. I for I actually found the some of those like I didn't hate them and I thought I would <laughs> <laughs> people I assumed like oh this is gonna be shitty 
like writing, and I'm going to hate these characters. And I really no didn't. I, I thought kind they of did liked a good him. job. My my only thing with that was that, and I I was also perfectly entertained, and it was great. I had I found myself like yeah. you know doing the thing with your body. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I did find, however, like I was just telling Isa on our way back to the house, where I was like, if I was in an escape room, and I knew it was all just kind of contrived, and I thought that my life was actually in danger, uh-huh. I would shut down, and I would be like. <laughs> You can't actually hurt me because then you will be sued, sued right? right? So there's no way I'm sacrificing myself for a bunch of strangers, right? right? But so, so like my thought was like, she doesn't know any of these people that like, do they really believe? Because my first thought when, when the first thing happens in the frozen tundra, my first thought as a participant would have been, that person's in on it. Yeah. Yes, that me person's too. In on and it. that is also, they never, like, the they're either in on it or the Willy Wonka aspect. Right. Like, when fucking Veruca Salt does her thing, she gets thrown out. But we know Veruca Salt isn't dead. Right. And no one raises that. So I thought there was, yeah, yeah a missed opportunity there. Um, yeah. But I did, and maybe... But I, I did like them. And maybe it's a testament to the acting or what. I don't know. I mean, they were all, to me likable yeah they were super likable people. they were they were somewhat likable yeah. i could have done without jason i, th- I knew which one was, was jason the, the stockbroker oh American yeah Psycho. i mean i loved jason i thought he was sort of set up as like the guy he was wanted set up to die, as right? the villain kind of ish like he was supposed to be like oh the big man the survival, he's the alpha male the, alpha male, the yeah. survival of the fittest but no he's brought down like several notches several yeah. times that so. dude is ripped though you oh, gotta yeah. give it up for he that is ripped. he's a good looking guy um, he did a good job. Um, he did do a good job. It's like a, it's like an Alex Organ type. He's an Alex <laughs> Organ type. Who, uh, who? You said something about Mike. I can't. I, now I can't remember. He was like this. He looks familiar. But I have seen the guy who plays Mike, yeah. and I thought he was great. Yeah. The good thing about this movie is that they're. I mean, re- they're, they're relatively all absolutely. Unknown. Even yeah. the even the woman who played uh, Amanda, who right. is. I mean, if you don't watch Daredevil or the Marvel shows on Netflix, I don't think you would. The last thing her. I remember her from is True Blood. True Blood. Yeah. You know, there is something Oof. that... Yeah. In one episode of My Name is Earl. Yeah, so. I remember. She, True Blood is where she got yeah. her start. Who does she play in True Blood? She's Jessica. Like, Jessica. Oh, okay. She's uh, Bill Compton's daughter. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, I wanted to talk about Zoe for a little bit. Uh-huh. Who is the brilliant... Mathematician, mathematician physicist. Mathematician, physicist, girl. Quiet girl. Yeah. I... This is one thing that I appreciated is that we... You know, she is our last girl. Absolutely. And she is the protagonist. She's of the, the movie, protagonist of the movie, with and help from Ben. I think. Yeah, I really, yeah. really loved that this movie gives us an African American uh-huh. last girl. I thought that was really, really. I great appreciate because that you, so much. You, you and that rarely see that, and that it's it's not remotely. It gives us not only an African American final girl; it gives us an African American alpha male as well. Right, and that is never. A part I of also like right. that no, exactly. they just happen to the, be yeah. exactly like nobody is making any commentary on that, and I thought I actually thought it was super bold that the alpha male asshole of the group was also African American, yeah, because it could be very easily, you know, like we're gonna have a, a black final girl and our asshole is going to be a white straight guy. Right. Which could have been like something else that the f- filmmakers are saying, but it wasn't, wasn't about that. It w- wasn't about that. These are who these people are, are in the world. Yeah. And also that our, our, our Iraq vet is a woman. Yes. I really, 
Yeah. yeah. I appreciated that. I did too. Um, I also love that they didn't give in to the stereotype or trope of just because Zoe is African American that she has to be like the sassy right. black girl. She is very vulnerable. She has right. she has past trauma. She's not she's not over sexualized. She's not over sexualized. Which is what either. happens a lot to African American women yeah. on in movies is Or that they're portrayed as violent or violent sexual. Or and no, she's, she's the exact opposite. She's a normal girl and she's, she's a mathematician and that is so unfortunate. And really shy. And very shy and that is so unfortunate that in the media and whatever today that African American women are displayed as oversexed, violent people. And yeah, like, with, they're they're less likely to be believed when when they they say something has happened to them. Like when, yeah. when they say that they've So let me sidetrack real quick uh-huh. cuz I was sitting next to you, Christy. Right. And you were visibly disturbed. Yeah. By one of the previews we saw. Uh-oh. Oh my god. Cuz you're talking about how specific groups of people are displayed yeah. or or portrayed, sorry. So we'll get, we can come back to the movie, right? Yeah, right. absolutely. But but you cuz you saw we saw a preview you for uh, a movie that takes place in Mexico, a Mexican American girl. It kind of takes place on on the on the border on the border. Tijuana. Uh, yeah, and it stars uh, Gina Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And at first, I was like, "Oh, cool!" We're like the the preview opens and and we see two Mexican American girls and they're like, you know, getting set for a night on the town. And, and I I really thought I thought since we were at a movie a horror, horror movie, movie that. We were going to see a horror movie with a Latina protagonist. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, fantastic. This is really, really great. And um, we learn it's not quite a horror movie. It's more like an action thriller. Uh-huh. And oh my God. it's heist porn. That's it's, what it is. It's, it, yeah, it's heist porn is what it is. And it's, it's Gina Rodriguez who plays um, upper middle class girl who goes to Tijuana to party and she gets you know, kidnapped. I get, I mean, I could tell you the whole movie. Yeah. And then works the both sides of it and falls and, yeah, in love or maybe exactly. doesn't. Yeah. Like, like we saw gets, the whole damn she movie. Gets narcos aren't sexy. Yeah. <laughs> she gets kidnapped by narcos. She then gets taken back by the FBI. The FBI makes her go do th- uh, whatever. And it's, it's, it's I don't confusing know. as hell. Don't go see and it. it. And it's, <laughs> it's called Miss Bala. And bala means bullet right. in Spanish. And so it's like Miss Bullet or whatever. But it's, I'm just so tired, y'all. I'm just, I'm tired of, 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 um, these deprivation stories about my people. Like, right. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of, of every, every storyline that has to do with Latinos or with Mexican Americans is also tied in some way to narcos. Yeah. To drug dealers. Yes. And I'm like, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, I know, that exists. But you know what? I have, I, that is not my experience right. Right. at all. And I was, I, I'm just tired of it, yo. Yeah, I'm, tired, I, I'm yeah. tired of Queen of the South. I'm tired, sorry. I'm tired of, of this portrayal of like, you know, uh, I don't know. No, it, it I was get just, it. It was really upsetting and to it's, me. And it's, it's odd, and I don't want to get totally sidetracked, but it's, it's, <laughs> Yeah, it's odd. Like I went through it years ago, and and not 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 that I need to, that I have to deal with nearly a quarter of the shit or half the shit that you guys have to deal with. But like, I don't ever need to see another fucking mob movie as long as no, I live. No, man. I mean, it's they like, did it. It's done. Godfather's yeah. perfect. It's done. Let it go. I don't. Not every fucking show about Italians has to be either. Right. We're in the mob or we're fucking douchebags who live on the right. beach in Jersey. Exactly. And it's just like oh, it's the for same fuck's thing sake. over and over again. And what it does. You know, it's the same thing that 
that that like Scarface did, uh-huh. right? Where it's like I love Scarface on an ironic level. Yeah, I watch Scarface ironically yeah. because it's I love to hate it's on Al Pacino. So ridiculous. It's so like full of eighties indulgence. Yeah, right. Um, but because that was all there was that was about Latin people. Uh-huh. That was the only movie out about Latin people. That and like a few years later, Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way, yeah. Right? This is the thing that young Latin American men latched onto uh-huh. as their identity. And so for a few years there in the 80, in the 90s, you know, we had all of these young Latin American men who were like, Tony Montana, and they wanted to be Tony right. Montana, even though he's up. an Italian dude in real life, <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, and it's just really, really upsetting. Yeah, th- that that it 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 bamboozles even our own people yeah. into into adopting this identity Definitely. that you don't have to adopt, yeah. and especially because right after the preview for Miss Bala, uh-huh. don't go watch it. Um, it. They, we have a preview for another movie, The Intruder. Yeah. Right. And it's about a, uh, upper middle class African American couple who buys a beautiful home and they're, you know, and there are other like societal cultural issues being addressed there, but it has nothing to do with them being black. Right. It's just a young couple that buys a home. Right. That's all it is. And. I'm like, what? What is it going to take, take for, for us yeah. to get there? No, I. I it, it, we somehow continue to remain invisible, and when we're not invisible, we're the drug dealers. Right, right. It's, I was it's, like, this is this is border. You guys know y'all called it heist porn. To me, it was like border porn. Yeah, yeah. I, we've all been. I, I don't know. I don't, yeah, mm, we've yeah. all been. We're, I've gone way off, but it's like we've all been to the border. I countless mean, times. Countless times. Yeah. Um, weird. Never have I been there when a fucking machine gun battle broke out. <laughs> like, weird. Anyway, uh, that's my... That, uh, so, this yeah. movie doesn't do that. This, this movie... <laughs> yeah, this movie, the people are the people, and that's who they are, and and, uh, we, and don't, we don't make any... And so they go through a series of rooms. So, Issa, you said, you said as we walked out, <laughs> I have a lot to say. Do you think it steals... Too much from Saul? Do you think it doesn't steal enough? Is it? Keep in mind also, this hmm. movie is PG thirteen. That's right. true. Saul is rated R. Oh yeah, and there right. is a. I mean, there's there, a huge oh, yeah. difference. Oh, this well, is barely even yeah. violent. This right. isn't violent in the slightest. Um, it's it's obviously inspired sure. by Saul because you have the people stuck in a room. They're all connected somehow. Uh-huh. Or whatever, and they all have to work together to mm-hmm. get out. Right. right. The of Saw Two. I have to go into Saw Two because it's like a better example of the whole group thing. Like Saw Two, it's like there are super high stakes. It's like you're trapped in like this crack den. There's poison in the air, and you have like about an hour to find the antidote. And there are puzzles, and there are traps, and right. you have to like um. You have to work that out. Whereas this, this is like intricate set design, especially with the um, diner scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like the whole room is shot upside down in the diner scene. Well, the the, the room, room is, is set up, up upside, the, down. upside down. It's not shot upside down. My bad. And with Saw, the, the mechanical aspects of it, those are more focused on the traps themselves. Like... In Saw 2, like, the gun through the peephole, like, and you unlock it, it 
shots off in your face or yeah right or the oven that you go in you try to pull the antidote off the chain the door shuts behind you and it's flames there's right. not soup there's not anything super intricate about the room it's just like the oh, traps the, the traps themselves are the most intricate part whereas in the escape room the rooms, the rooms. are super intricate you yeah. have the giant oven. You yeah. have the, yeah, the upside the, down diner. The diner took like a multiple that steps was, for that. That was layered as hell. And I appreciate that they used a slide puzzle yeah. in that room because at one of my rooms, I won't tell you which, we do have a slide puzzle that you have to solve. Which, and that's cool. it's, yeah. And, um, it's, it's but complicated. At your room, if you don't solve the slide puzzle, do people perish? No, but they act <laughs> well, like they do. Well, then what's the point? Well, then what's the point? <laughs> they act like they do, and I'm they like, I'm not like here they... for that, y'all. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought the I love I did love like the intricacies of mm-hmm. the room. I mean, I thought there were some really fun things about this. Oh movie. yeah, definitely. I really liked it. You said something funny on the way home because part of your the responsibility that you have at work is that after the after the group goes out, it's your job to reset the, the room, reset the right? room, put everything back and I was just making a joke. I was like, uh, hell no, nah, you can't get me to reset that room. Like, <laughs> right. Fuck that. Like, there's no way yeah, I'm resetting no that room. Re- there's no way I'm resetting that to room. To me, I thought the one where the movie... I mean, we've talked a couple little misses. To me, the the big miss is is that it tries to be bigger than it, than than it, it is. Than yeah. it is. Um, yeah. I think I would have liked it more if it was just uh, an isolated... An isolated thing. Incident. Yeah, and, as opposed and, to... But clearly, this is setting up to be a franchise. Sure. Like, clearly this is... It took a very interesting turn towards the end, though, that I appreciated... It's the part where they're rescued, the remaining two are rescued, and they go back, the police take Zoe back yeah. to the room, and nothing's there. And we've, it's revealed that everyone in their life has a past trauma, and they're all survivors yeah. of yeah. certain accidents. Like, Zoe survived a plane crash, Ben survived a car crash, um, Amanda, as we already established, she's... An attack in, in she, the war. She survived... Uh, an attack in Iraq. Um, Jason survived being on a boat for yeah. days. Yeah. And, uh, Mike. Survived he, in a mine. He survived in a mine. Yeah. He heard his brother die. And so they're all like final survivors. Yeah. It's this, it's this whole question of like us as, as, as people. Who like, is the luckiest of the lucky. Who's the luckiest of lucky, but also we serve as entertainment for that yeah. crazy rich hidden two percent. Yeah, see that's what and I like like I like the lone survivor thing. And like I like the idea that this game was set up specifically for these people. Because they have to know certain things in their yeah. lives. They also have to utilize specific skills that each has. And that's another thing that Saw does too. Like when if the there are some traps that are tailored to your experience personally. Right. Like um Funny, in Saw 2, one of the characters, Amanda, she was a recovering heroin addict, and she yes. has to be thrown in a pit of needles. In a pit of needles, and I remember so, that. Right. Um, that's... But, like, to me, Saw is more of, like, you know, like Dante's Inferno, or, or like, yeah. that, that idea of, like, your demise is the thing that you abused, or yeah. the thing that... Whereas yeah. this becomes, like, Hunger Games yeah. or something. Yeah, which and is this... Which is not... Again, didn't ruin the... Like, mm-hmm. I... 
cannot believe how much I had yeah, a bit of time I had. Time. I had. But I'm just like, time. oh, I guess, yeah, I guess we have to have a franchise. There I guess was, it has um, to be some grand Because this movie's thing. big budget. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, hell yeah. This movie is... They got the they money. They put some coin behind yeah. this and I think, And I think it's smart, like, because they did, clearly, the set design and everything oh, yeah. is fantastic. And they got good actors. Mm-hmm. Who obviously all actors get paid well, but they didn't break the bank on right. anyone, right? And that because you it didn't matter. Like didn't. you get good people in there. It does. I don't need someone super famous to be yeah, in this movie. Yeah, it was you know? not gimmick. Like the casting was not gimmicky. No, they were all like, well cast and good, and it right. didn't matter that I can't name them. Right? You know, it, it's probably better that I can. There was right. another thing that I was getting at where it was like. They're all survivors, but when they're taken back to the place and it's gone, it made me feel like, oh, shit, they were all going through, like, some weird mass hysteria thing that, like... They're all crazy. They're all crazy, and I hate using that word because... Because it means nothing. It means nothing, but at the same time, it's like... um, they're all imagining it, it, they're, They were all imagining it, and they were all just reliving, like, their past trauma. And that would have been a kind of really cool Battle Royale kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. I don't know if y'all have seen Battle Royale, yeah. but it's super cool. Um, Hunger Games stole you, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, Hunger Games <laughs> Battle Royale. It, Battle Royale's a lot better. And that would have been a really cool thing. Like, maybe they all met, like, in a survivor's group or, or like, like, a rehab yeah. thing or whatever, and they all just kind of... And it com- smoked pot or like <laughs> did mushrooms in an abandoned crack den. It, it kind of comes back to something that comes up. I don't know how we're, are we doing? Are we okay on time? We're okay on time. We have a little bit of time okay. left. Just like we talk often, Christy, about how hard it is to end a horror movie mm-hmm. well. It is. It is it and is. this almost has three endings. That's what we were talking about in the car on the way back. Yeah. Where it seems to me like the filmmakers had a decision to make and they had three or four different endings and they said, fuck it. Okay, we're we're going to put them we're all gonna in. We're going to put all in. I also wondered, and this is, this is not based on any fact at all. This was just conjecture. I wondered if the filmmakers had an ending, the studio saw the movie and said, you know what y'all, you right. got yourself something here. We need, we're going to gonna need three more. We're need, so set that shit up. Right. And they yeah. were like, Oh fuck. Uh, this. They definitely right. set it up for um, a franchise. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I wonder if that was the intent, or if yeah. they put together something that the studio then was like, "We I can have make to money." Tell you, this. as as much fun as I had with this one, I don't need I it did, to be a franchise. I don't need. I'm 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 not interested in going to see Escape Room again, two or, or three again, right? Or right. something like that. Right? No, it it was it was done. It was a told a fine yeah, story. Yeah, like in, in in my opinion. But so, I mean, Zoe comes out of it a different person, yeah. having grown, and that's all. Ben too. Yeah. Yeah. And like, um, God, one of the previews we saw, and again, it's nothing against any of these people making these movies. Make your money, y'all. But I mean, like, did we need another Death Day? Like Happy Death Happy Day. Death Day? No, we didn't. A movie that is so like I didn't even know there was a Happy Death Day. One. And it's such a it's so it's dumb. so quote unquote high. It's fucking Groundhog Day, but a horror movie. And hey. I love Edge of Tomorrow, and that's Groundhog Day as a sci-fi movie. And right. um, this just... I was like, we did it. That gimmick is done. How are you going to do this af- again? Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it's like those sequels always just take the best parts of the first one and try, yeah, and try and and do. It. I'll tell you what what preview I did like and what preview I am super excited for. Uh, and you saw me because I like I had uh, me too reaction, and I I was did not know I would be this excited. Yeah, about it. and I didn't even know we were going to see this preview, and it's for Stephen King's Pet Cemetery. Yeah, and oh I, my God, you know how how the remakes and reboots have worked out so far, but man, I have a this one? I have a good feeling about yeah. this one because I didn't know what the preview was for. Right. I had no idea until that one thing happens yeah. and immediately you knew know it. what you And then watching. also, clearly, they're taking shit from the book that the original movie doesn't. Uh-huh. Um, Lithgow you, playing the Fred Gwynn role get, makes me come happy. On now. Also, you know, a little kid in a weird animal mask. Come on. That's <laughs> creepy as shit. Creepy as yeah. shit. I love that shit. There was a preview that you were very excited about, Isa. Can you tell us about it? Godzilla, King of Monsters. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, we had so, are, are you, are you, you think this one's going to be good? It's I, got Millie Bobby Brown yeah. in it. Yeah. I think it's going to be fun. I think it would be a good, um, a good improvement from the what the 2014 yeah those Godzilla? are like no. atrocities atrocity no we oh, don't the Broderick we don't need that yeah one. Oof. oof yeah and we don't need that one oh um, Broderick was even before that yeah, yeah. yeah there was one that came out in 2014 I think yeah I saw that I, I was still in college when it was that came not out. good yeah. it was not good they spent literally Godzilla's in the movie for 10 minutes yeah yeah. yeah, that was it's real true. bad. This but one looks really This good. one looks a lot of fun. Of course, it's it's hyped up. There's it's gonna be like monsters fighting monsters, and that's all it needs hey, to man. be. Yeah. That's like, all it needs to be. I it has Mothra, it has um Rodan, it yeah. has all the fun. And Silas it has Millie Bobby Brown. Silas, yeah. if you're listening, they're making a new Godzilla movie. <laughs> he loves Godzilla. He's into like the Yeah, I, no, yeah. Like, I, I'm all for monsters movie. fighting monsters. I it's funny because we saw Millie Bobby Brown in in the reboot of Godzilla and uh, uh, is it David Harbour? What's Harbour? Anyway, the guy who plays the sheriff on... Oh, that's um, right. I don't know how I feel about that d- one. In the reboot of Hellboy. Yeah, what's, uh, there's a reboot of Hellboy and I, you know, there's... First of all, to me, there will never be another Hellboy other than and Ron Perlman. Ron Perlman, and and, and, and I like this actor. I, I like do the too. Sheriff from I Stranger. do. He's but great. But you know what? There, there's something about the mood and 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 about about these new Hellboys that I saw everything in the preview. Yeah, and the Guillermo del Toro brings just something so beautiful. Yeah, and there's so, so the the combo between Guillermo del Toro. And Ron, uh, and Ron Perlman, who have worked together forever. Right, Ron Perlman's in Kronos. Yeah, they, they, which is mostly in just, Spanish. It just brings this sadness. Yeah, and to the character. This that, seems like a very different. Yeah, vibe. And this seems like a a, a one liner every yeah. three every three. And yeah, lines. I do like David Harbour, so good on him. But I like I also like that we're seeing the I mean the the, the people from Stranger Things. Yeah, you know, go on and do because the other stuff. kid Finn Wolfhard, greatest name in Hollywood, it is. is in it. I don't know Yorick von Bugerbrink. Yeah, that was pretty good too. I have no idea who that is. Me neither. There's someone in this movie Escape Room called Yorick von Vergerberger Berger. Yes, or something. Hamburger. His name's Yorick. Hamburger. Ham. Hamburger. Oh. Hamburgers. Yeah, Yorick von Hamburger. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. It's that day. Um. Cool. So. I would say, look, I don't know that you need to rush out and pay to see, pay a bunch of money, yeah, but man, when... I don't know if I would pay at night price. But when this comes out on the streaming and you want, like, just a fun movie to movie watch, to watch friends, friends, and it's not... 
if you want to pregame for an escape room, if you're gonna go, oh, that's yeah, that if you're gonna go to, an, if you're gonna go see escape room and like as a pregame to an escape room, that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, or if you want to like reverse the two, go to an escape room and then watch it. Yeah, I I had a lot of it was fun and it's PG thirteen, so it's not it's not ultra violent. No, it's not it's not bloody. Gore. It's, it's not, not gory. gory. It's, it's it doesn't even have. Jump scares. It's I, horror I like resides in horror. It's horror yeah. resides in tension. And right? it, it did a lot of it did a good job of building tension. I agree. And the the sets were amazing. The Absolutely. effects were amazing. It there's nothing super violent about any of the deaths. It's it's Yeah. It's it's, it's fun. It's room. Good. Yeah, it's, it's good fun. It's good fun. I was and I liked it. Pleasantly I surprised. Yeah, I was too. I didn't I purposefully did not read anything about it beforehand. I avoided stuff because I knew we were going to go watch it and I just I I had a great time for 11 a.m. Yeah, in the morning. Yeah. Me too. And now I like really kind of like look, I want to go do one. Yeah, well, I do too. We'll we'll go to Issa's place and let you. We'll we'll figure this out. We'll get a group together. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. please. That would be a lot like, of fun. I would. I feel like some of our friends will murder each other. <laughs> I think some of our friends would murder each other. I think you know this is what I'm going to propose. We should maybe do this, Mike. Maybe we should say that you and I are going to do an escape room, and then maybe there's a few fans out there that want to come, come with, us. with us. That would be awesome. They, you know, because yeah. I would take Cindy to an escape. Hell yeah! Room oh day. yeah, Cindy yeah. would Absolutely. be great at that. Um. So yeah. Um. Uh, th- anything else? Huge thanks to Jim John Make Noise. And um, thank you, know, you Isa. Thank you, Isa Flores. Thank y'all for, for having being me. Being on the episode today. <laughs> uh, Dante, I'm expecting your retort about uh-huh. the hot, hot dog. dogs are not tacos. Hot dogs are not tacos. And uh, do you know what we're going to do next time, Mike? We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out just like an escape room. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> All right, y'all. Bye. Thanks for joining us, and we'll chat at you next time. Hail Bye. Satan. Bye. Bye. <laughs>